Hi everybody. Well, we're getting closer to Passover and uh, we're getting closer to March 18. We have two portions uh, that we are reading this uh, weekend, this Shabbat. Also, uh, it's a very special Shabbat where we're announcing the month, month of Aries which is coming. Also on top of it, it's a special Shabbat, it's called Shabbat HaChodesh, where we're discussing the whole concept of uh, uh, the month of Nisan, make it so special as we left Egypt at that time. Uh, so this we can consider uh, strong, intense, full of energy. On Sunday, it's the beginning of the month of Aries. And when the month of Aries arrive, we are uh, connecting to the force of the tree, uh, not from the point of the fruit, from the point of blessing the tree uh, for a good weather, for reincarnation, for the dead people to have a second chance to be reincarnated. All of it is happening uh, this weekend. So from Friday till Sunday, you're going to feel it. It's a very strong, intense energy. Uh, is it always positive? Yes, but there is a big, big but there. The but is... Even if it's positive, can we handle it? Because if you cannot handle it, then the vessel break and fall down. And when it falls down, um, there is a memory of the fulfillment that they had there before, and then we have to start the or tikkun and correct ourselves and make ourselves better. So just to tell you, I'm telling it to myself as well, I hope all of us will remember as this weekend come from Friday to Sunday, by the way, from Friday to Sunday, it's a very powerful energy, energy that can lift off whatever is blocking you, whatever is bothering you. It is a very, very important to understand. And the energy is, you're going to feel, I mean, what was the gift that God gave the Israelites in, in Egypt? He makes sure that uh, 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 the people who are bad will not like them. So when somebody doesn't like you and they're bad for you, that's good news, right? Now, first I want to say happy woman day today. I don't know if all the women listen, celebrate. If you didn't, celebrate it tomorrow. It's never too late. And happy woman day to my wife and to my daughter. Uh, I will tell you a secret story before even I start. Uh, I don't know if we have a lot of women listening. So this morning, I mean, I'm not going to take you into my bedroom, okay, but little details for my bedroom. So those of you who know my wife, she's always Speedy Gonzalez kind of a thing, you know. Uh, but there is levels to the Speedy Gonzalez. Today, Speedy Gonzalez went one level up. What happened? We have about 100 boxes or whatever the number is that we need to send. The post office, you know, Debbie. Why we need to send that urgently because of Passover is here. So, I don't know if you know, in our bedroom we sleep in the same bed. I'm sorry for the, for, for the information, but you need to know. So, can you imagine first thing in the morning you open your eyes and nobody's next to you? And maybe the bathroom, maybe brushing the teeth. God! God! So, I was worried going downstairs. Where usually it's uh, our first floor is all about boxes and sending and helping and guiding and donating. And because we have the boxes all in the house and it's all going to Qatar, Dubai, all where the American soldiers are to help them. That's part of the donation we do. So we do it. We did it for pulling. We do it so every holiday. We, we give it so before Passover. We have to pack. Then we wake up in the morning, jump on our computer, and making sure that the post office will give her the paper so you can print and send it today. And I tried to tell her it's a woman day today. You're supposed to, I don't know, do your nails or something. Or what women, I said, that, that make me happy. And um, I was thinking about it. You know, the, the Talmud said, The Talmud said, you, you're not permitted to speak good about a person when they're in front of you. But what can I do? She's the cameraman, she's the boss, she's everything. So when can I say good things about her? But the Talmud also say, 
You're allowed to say a little bit good about a person if they're from you. So all the women should ask themselves, what is the day of women mean to you? And are you there to go ahead and make a difference, not just by lecturing? Debbie doesn't do a lot of talk. She does a lot of action. So yesterday we have all the neighbors and people come and help and we pack. And uh, the day before we did it again because we sent two different group of boxes. And I have to tell you, I'm inspired. I'm inspired. I was a little bit feeling guilty that I am with all my spirituality and meditation. And before the sunrise, I see a woman downstairs with her glue and packing boxes, another box, another box, another box, you know, 75 boxes. It's a lot of work. So I'm just saying, you know, everybody needs to think who inspire you. And I'm inspired by Debbie now. Uh, uh, work hard to help people. I'm inspired by Debbie who don't talk too much. She just do. You know, there's so many people out there who do, 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 and uh, nothing happened. Or they talk, 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 and nothing happened. Here we're talking about not talk, just do. And she's focusing on the idea of making sure that people get the benefit. So again, happy Women's Day today. And may all the women start to recognize that uh, the, their job is definitely to do a, to make a difference, but their job is not to make themselves look better than men or fight who is better and fight for justice. Use what you are and what you're good at and make sure the world will find out who you are. You don't need to make a lot of noise. When women wake up in the morning, the first thing she thinks is how to donate, how to help, how to guide, then nobody will have nothing to say. It's all about, in the end of the day, is your intention. It's your intention. You know, who would know that if I wouldn't share it? You know, and Debbie didn't know I'm going to share it. It wasn't part of my lecture. But I was thinking to myself today. I asked myself, where am I in the picture? Am I doing enough? Am I wake up early to pack boxes? Am I uh, donating enough? Not just money, time, energy. Uh, do, am I, do, do I mean it? When I start help, or I go off of the way. There it was no, no nothing. It was just give and give, pure giving and pure boxing in the house. And of course, you make all of us work and, and pack the boxes, but it was fun. It was not too much talking. It was just doing. So I want to tell you, women, we need you. We need you to join Debbie on the inspiration of the world. We need the women. And what I want to wish for all the women is to work together with her and making it different in the world. For women, for children, for men, for all humankind. Because we need you women. Because you have to start to recognize your power. So start reaching out to her. Not with questions, just reaching out to her with what can I do? And I think that's, that's really what, what it's all about. So again, not allowed by the Talmud to say too much. Good. But a little bit of good I'm allowed to say. So that's why I say it. So Debbie, thank you. And behalf of all Vital Transformation, and behalf of all of our organization of donating, you did very well. And that's why uh, people don't feel threatened by you when you send them the food. They keep asking for more and more and more because they feel comfortable. Sometimes when you give gift to someone and they don't feel comfortable, they don't ask again. But here, it's always to give more. It's always to order the truck, to bring things, to put the post office. It's a lot of work. I mean, the first thing I see in my house, I mean, I don't want to see people in my house at 6 a.m. I see my cross-street cross neighbor in my door. I started telling Debbie, I, are we having issue in our relationship? I mean, why is the neighbor across the street coming to say hello to you? I know he's handsome, and I got to work on my beer a little bit, but come on, I mean, why him? He said, honey, relax. He just have a bigger truck than yours, and he can carry more boxes to the army. So he's taking to the post office. So you should tell me that. I'm nervous. You're not next to me in my bed. I go in downstairs. I see a man coming in with a truck. So what's going on here? What's happening? I leave you for five minutes. That's what happened. I'm going to shave, okay? She say, no problem. Anyway, I would like to start the, the Porsche. These people are laughing a little bit. <laughs> anyway, so... What is the story of Vayak El Pekudai, this proportion? We're talking about the tabernacle. Tabernacle, Mishkan. Mishkan. 
מה זה משכן? What is משכן? משכן is basically a structure, a physical structure that was built for the desert only. It wasn't a synagogue, but it also wasn't the holy temple like we had in Jerusalem. It's not the holy temple, and it's not the tabernacle. It's not a, a synagogue. It's a mishkan. It's something that you built for the meantime. It's not there to last. It's just for the meantime. So the Israelites, as they walk through the desert, will worship God, will connect to God. So we need to ask ourselves two portions, or talk about that those details. So we need to, I think, start thinking to ourselves, what does that mean for us for this week? So when you build something, you need structure. We are talking about structure. We are talking about simple concept called structure of our life, structure of your relationship, structure of your parenting, structure of your kids, your relationship to your, your parents, structure of your friend, what's real in your life, what's fake in your life. You know, when you get close to Debbie, it's all real. Uh, no, no fake, you know, very hard, you know, very hard to meet people like that, that only busy with sharing and giving and so people are going to get close to Debbie, you know, will elevate themselves spiritually, if you are for real. If you fake and get close to Debbie, you're not going to like her because you're fake, you know, that's how you know if you're real or fake. If you don't like her, it's not going to work. Now, in spirituality, there is two levels. Let's say there is a teacher. I'm a teacher, right? Some of you like what I say. Some of you like me. There's not, not everybody like me as a person, but they like what I teach. So my education, bravo, very good. That deep tikkun azor, I love. I love. What happens when you only love the teaching of your teacher? That's when you're never going to connect to anything. You never. So that's when you're going to get the intellectual knowledge. When you're going to go home, it's not going to stay in your vein. It will disappear. For that reason, the Mishnah is teaching us, You should make yourself a teacher. What does that mean, you should make yourself a teacher? The teacher is an authority. What is a teacher? An authority. Somebody you put above you. If your teacher is equal to you, it's not your teacher. If the teacher below you, of course it's not the teacher. If you only want to get knowledge from your teacher, then go to Google's. You will have a great relationship. But the teacher, according to Kabbalah, according to the Ari, according to the Zohar, according to the real wisdom, is somebody putting them above you. And if you don't, then it's never going to work. It's going to be just knowledge. And if it's just knowledge, you're gone. You know, we're doing Shabbat here all the time. And Debbie loves to give, always loves to give. And I tell Debbie, it's not good that you're giving all the time. She said, why? I enjoy it. So, well, give people a chance to share the wine, do the cookie, do the cake. It's a chance for them to grow. That's how you build a structure of, for them. And she started doing it, and it's beautiful. It looks beautiful. Everybody share a cookie and wine and all this and that. Remember, my friend, you're going to have two groups of people coming to Vital. The one who want to receive information and knowledge, and the one who want to connect to Debbie and myself. The one who connect to Debbie and myself, that connection never going to stop. The one who connect only to the knowledge, it's beautiful, and I want you to continue doing that. Don't stop. We don't want you to stop. It's good. Because I'm considering myself knowledgeable and wise, so I can give you that knowledge. But truly to connect to a highest level, you have to connect to them. You should ask yourself that question. Why is, when you look at Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, or you look at, I shouldn't say Rabbi Shimon because that's very high level, but you look at any professor in university, there is people who go to the university to study knowledge. And there is people who connect to the professor. The one who feels connecting to the professor can talk to the professor all the time because there is connection. I encourage you to start following the Mishnah Start follow the Talmud, so start follow the Kabbalah, start follow Tikkun Azor, start follow real knowledge that was written thousands of years ago. And they tell you, either you connect to the teacher or you connect to the knowledge coming from your teacher. That's the structure of success. Because this portion, talking about the Mishkan, talking about the Tabernacle, talking about the whole structure that need to be built, because of that, all of us now have to look inside 
Who do I believe in? Though there is one person I follow, there's two people I follow, there's three people I follow, then you should ask yourself, those of you who are cheating on your husband, on your wife, don't tell it on the camera, please, if it's on Zoom, don't mention it to me. So let's say you're cheating. Why are you cheating? Because your wife is not enough, or your husband is not enough, or this is not enough. doesn't matter what, but you're cheating. When you're cheating, you don't connect to the person you're with, not with the one you cheat, and not with the husband or the wife. You're never going to connect, but you connect only to what they bring good to you. So from this man or from this woman, you get, I don't know, a kiss. From here, you're getting money. From here, you're getting other things. So you not connect to them. You connect only to what? What they can bring you. And for that reason, that type of connection is not a connection. Going back to the story of Ayakel Pekudeh, Mishkan. For the word of Mishkan, for the word of Mishkan, when we talk about Mishkan, we are talking about the word Shekhinah, dwelling, the Shekhinah, the aspect of Malchut. We know that the Mishkan represents Malchut. What is Malchut? Malchut is the receiving energy of the entire structure that called fulfillment of the light force of the Creator. That's what Mishkan is. That's the vessel that receives all the light. That's what Mishkan, that's what the tabernacle was. So we're building a structure to be able to get all this light. Now that structure has to be done perfect. Otherwise, no light coming down. So every piece that we read about in this Shabbat, helping us step by step to build our structure of connected to the divine. That's what we're doing this weekend. We're building a structure. But because this weekend is seven day, which is Shabbat, which is Balchut, it's a manifestation of everything we're doing during this week. Every day is connecting Every day is connecting to an energy that's related to Malchut. So, if that's so, that means with that Malchut that we built, with the only way we can draw light. What is the Malchut built from? Structure. But we know, those of you who study with me a deeper meaning of Kabbalah, something called Tzimtzum, Malchut cannot receive the light. So you need a specific structure where the light can come into Malchut without it disappear. So the entire curtain is like the Masach. Masach, those of you who are familiar with those words of Kabbalah, is something that pushes the light back. Like when I wear the yamaka. What is the yamaka does? When the light coming down, it pushes back. I cannot receive it just for oneself alone. I have to push it back. So whatever we do this week, build your structure. Choose a teacher. You have to have a teacher. Teacher is an authority. It's not a knowledgeable person. Somebody you put out there and you're asking them about every spiritual thing, oh, every business, or every, depends how much you're respecting them. There is people who are my customer, student, and friend. They ask me about everything. They ask me about their life, their family, their children, uh, their health, their, how to make money, everything. They are students very close to me. Whatever they do, they text me. And then I help them. And, of course, some of you be, might be worried. Is it leading into some type of dependency? Well, if you've been suspicious that I might create dependency, then I'm not a good teacher for you. The one who chose me to do it with them, don't think like that. But for every person has to start choosing a teacher that you look up to. You look up to. That's your teacher. That's your guy. That's thing. And the same that you cannot cheat on your wife, I mean, you can cheat on your wife. First you go and you choose wife or you choose husband. And then you lower yourself a little bit and you know, this is your life. This is who you be with. That's really what it's all about. And it's not easy. Not easy to choose. But after you choose, it's something you have to accept internally. You know, something you have to accept internally. And... Uh, Debbie and me don't like to come across as teacher. We like to come as fun friends, you know, which is our fault. But we can't change it. That's who we are. Because we don't feel we're better than anybody else. We just want you guys 
to do the best, have all the money, be healthy, and all this and that. But people, from, their pe from the people's point of view, people have to develop that teacher need of a thing, but not to get more knowledge or intellectual thing, to get more vessel so you can receive all the light that we want to give you. How do you get that vessel? From ira, from an awe. You have to develop an awe. Now, if you cannot develop it, it's okay too. We're not here to blame you if you're not there yet. It's your life. It's not my life. I'm not here to tell you, do that. That's the only way. No. No. It's not the only way. It's the ultimate goodness that the person can receive, but it doesn't mean that every person really can do that. Can you lose your ego and listen to one person who you think is smarter than you in all area? You can't. So wow, why am I saying it's good for everybody? It's not good for everybody. When you're ready, it will happen to you. So don't be upset if still you didn't find the right person, whatever it's me, Debbie, or somebody else. You know, you have to start develop that internally. That's what building of the Mishkan is. You're building a structure to draw light from the Creator to somebody. Why do you need somebody? The structure of the universe is working with chesed uh, v'gvura, a force of chi, of giving and receiving. So the force of giving is coming from the teacher. The force of receiving coming from the student. If the student receives with excitement, not for the knowledge, with excitement that the teacher actually teach them, then that person got the idea of teaching. If the person just excited about the knowledge, there's no connection. Can you imagine you only marry your husband because of his money? Or you only marry your wife because of her look? Or you only marry because of some? Then you're not connected to them. You connect to something else. And that's why there's many levels of that. So that's the structure of the Mishkan. All of us need to build our relationship with teachers, our relationship with neighbors, our relationship with God, all of that thing. Spiritual relationship has to go to teacher, you know, that this is it. This is my authority. This is something. And don't choose just teacher who will agree with you all day long because you're not going to grow. You're not going to grow. And not all teachers are good with every student. Sometimes you choose good teacher, but it doesn't mean they're good for you. So you got to find the balance, okay? You got to find the balance. Anyway, so I'm now, I'm going to read from the Zohar, all right? And uh, there is a section here in Vayak El. What is the structure? Again, everything is about structure. So what is the structure of connecting to the Creator? I'm reading from verse 71. First thing is to desire to connect to the Creator. You want to be spiritual? That's the first thing. The teacher just mission is to navigate you toward the Creator. When you have that desire to connect to the Creator, first it starts from your heart. From the heart, it's traveling to the all organs. And that desire of all the organs, together with the heart, are connected. And then the organs and the heart drawing the light of the Shekhinah to dwell on them. So now you know the word Mishkan. Because Mishkan means Mishkan Shekhinah. Same letter. Okay? To show you that the whole concept of the Mishkan is actually also in your body. Your body becomes a structure to draw all that light when you have desire to connect to the light. Yeah. And that, as a human, we are part of the divine. For that reason, it says, And for that reason, it says, in another parsha, you should take donation from yourself. What do you mean from yourself? What is the contribution? What is the donation? The donation is when you are working on yourself to be connected to the Creator with all your organs, with all your heart, then the Shekhinah, the female aspect of God, or the vessel concept of God, is dwelling on you. That's the charity that you're going to receive. 
שאין הדבר עומד ברשותו של האדם. You may say, I don't have the power to connect with all the organs of my body. בואו רואה מה כתוב, כל נדיב ליבו יביאה את תרומת השם. כל נדיב ליבו ודאי, כל מי שירצה ליבו ימשיך אליו את השכינה. For me we learn, second verse say, all the people who are generous from the heart, bring the שכינה to them. So you have to be generous with your heart. Sometimes when you give money, it doesn't mean you're generous from the heart. Giving money can be ego. You're just giving to show off. So it's not necessarily a, a clean heart. You just give, you, you pay for a meal. I don't know, $180 sushi for everybody. I don't know the prices at a restaurant anymore, so whatever. $180, I think it's a lot. And everybody say, wow, Eliyahu, you did great. It's not necessarily from the heart. That's not giving yet. So the heart is nediv libo. Nediv means generosity. Do you have generosity in your heart? And the only way you can test yourself, if you're generous, there is three areas a person can test himself. The Talmud said, the way you see the real side of people is when they get angry, get drunk, and get cheap on you. Koso, kiso, vekaaso. Sometimes people get angry, uh, a lot of things come out. When they get drunk, uh, weird things go on. And then, other thing, okay? How they, they spend money. That's when whoever wants the Shekhinah to come to him, it all depends on your heart. And when you have the merit for the Shekhinah to dwell with you, like you become the Mishkan, you become the tabernacle. How many blessing? How many blessing is happening to you? How much money coming your way? If you remember when they build the temple, what did it say? Not the temple, the tabernacle. What did it say? We need gold, silver, and copper. What does that mean? Meaning to tell you, it's not about the tabernacle, it's about you. When you become generous, when you start giving, when you start giving, not just money. You care. You care. You care. But don't care because you want some clapping of hand to say, oh my God, you care so much. So if you're Aries or Leo, unfortunately, you will never be able to care without ego. But the other side never chance. They still have a chance. Leo and Aries, I mean, what can we do? Can you remove your ego? It's for life. But it doesn't mean it's bad. I mean, Leo and, and, and Aries are the most generous people. The most generous people. But there is... Aliyah Vekotz might say, it's been, there is an issue with that, because it's involved ego. When Leo and Eris doesn't have ego anymore, they, they, first, they are the most giving people, but there is, nobody knows that internally, for that reason, they need a teacher. Every time they give, slap the ego a little bit, wake them up, say, ooh, okay, thank you for reminding me. You know? So a person who just think how to give, not just packing the boxes like Debbie. You just need to think. I want to help Debbie. I want to help Debbie with the boxes. I want to help Debbie with the Shabbat. I want to help Debbie with the... By the way, it's not for Debbie. Don't, don't help Debbie. She does not need your help. I mean, help yourself to become more generous. Right away, things start to open up for you. All the money in the world. In one point, if you want to sit with us and ask us one day, not now, we're very busy now, we will tell you how many blessings we have since we're doing all those great things for people. זהו לשאר בני העולם. ועל זה הוא יושב ולקחו מתכם תרומה להשם דהנו שחצו כתושת על רמת המשכינה, וכבי אבי שהתחיל להרים, הוא ירים. אז הוא יצא, can you be generous without physicality? So of course, when you study, try to look within the study for something new, for something better. And that's why it's always good to study with the teacher. I study a lot with other people, okay? Not just my student, I study with authority, people that I respect, that are above me. I have a a rabbi who come to teach me on, on a Tuesday. Okay, I cannot say we study together. Because what he teach me, I don't know. So I can be, make it look cool. Start, no, we don't study. I respect him. It's my uh, uh, few those neighbors here. I'm living in a neighborhood that everybody's so much wiser than me. And they come and they guide me and they share with me so many, so much wisdom. And I feel so happy that I can actually have the merit to study with him. So... Remember, build a structure this week. Looking for a structure how to connect to the Creator. 
One way is to study, but before that, your heart. Is your heart involved? Is your heart involved? Is your heart truly involved? Or you just want to be right? If you just want to be right, you don't belong in the journey of spirituality. You belong everywhere else, but no, don't be spiritual. Because more spiritual you be. When you're looking for justice, more damage you're doing to your soul. Justice and spirituality don't work together. They don't. They just don't. What can I do? I cannot go into it. Why? But they don't. You're looking for justice, you don't belong in the arena of spirituality. You belong in the court, but you don't belong in the arena of spirituality. Spirituality has nothing to do with justice. Spirituality has to do with mercy, and I'm going to explain it in a second more. All right. So this is one structure, your heart. I'm going to take you structure for structure of what's truly uh, happening. Now, the next thing we're going to talk about is pray. What's the structure of pray? The Zohar is so big this week. And uh, if you have time to read the old Zohar, uh, this is so beautiful. Just so beautiful. Don't be shy to ask questions. Some people told me you're afraid of me since my beer. And since I'm being very direct, that's why you don't ask questions. It's good to be a little bit afraid of your teacher, but don't panic. I mean, you should ask questions. Anyway, so I'm reading from verse 486 from Parashat Pekude. And that's what it says. When you pray alone, your pray is going all the way up to the entrance of a chamber. Again, everything we're going to talk about today is a structure. Structure of spiritual evolution. And there is a minister who stands at that entrance. If the prayer is good, If the prayer is good, so that minister standing in the, in, the, in the door, and he checked the prayer. Check the prayer where it comes it's from the heart, it's from, from, from you. What, what kind of prayer? Or you're just reading the book like you're reading Pinocchio. What, what, what exactly is going on in your heart? If it's good, if the prayer is good, you're opening the door and you let the prayer go in. Almost like it's a physical thing. And that prayer goes directly to the, to the Creator. Can you imagine how powerful it is? Do you have conversation with the Creator? the heart. Open your heart. Not open your heart about what you don't have. Open your heart about what you have and ask the creator, why me? Why me? I'm asked, they will be asking ourselves, why are we surrounded with so many wonderful people? Everybody around us just good person. Why are we so lucky to have it? This is just a question. So we pray to God. God help us to know what is, what is going on. Why the people are so sweet around us? What if the prayer is not good? That minister said, sorry to the prayer, you cannot go in to God. And then the prayer go down to the world and it starts to wander around, lonely. And it's waiting before the first uh, firmament, you know, because there is seven firmament to go up like the Sfirot, and Waiting there. And at that lowest level, there is an angel. The angel called, I cannot say the old name, but I can tell you it's Sa'adikel. Sa'adikel. And that angel, that angel is in charge of that firmament. And he takes all the prey that was not accepted by God or not accepted by the angel who protected God. And those pray called Tfilot Psulot. It's a pray that was uh, not good. Pasul, meaning not kosher tfila. Vegonezotam. And he put him in Gniza. He put him in a ziplock. <laughs> you know, sometimes you have, you're opening something and you have leftover. You put everything in a ziplock. The same thing, that's what he said. You do everything in a ziplock. Why? Why would you keep a pray which is not good? Listen to that. Acha damahu chozer betshuva. Until that person spiritually change when you're opening his heart. And then what? Listen to that. I'm going now to verse uh, uh, 487. If that person starts to transformally change and grow and make tshuva and make repentance, and the next prayer is way better, 
איזם. אינה התפילה היא הטובה שעולה, כך ממונה ההוא סדיקל, את התפילה הזו. So, you pray one good pray, that angel from the lowest level of the sky, of the firmament, is taking that good pray, that pray which is not so good, And he let the bad pray that you did, and he let that bad pray meet the good pray together. So all your negative pray you ever did, let's say when you pray, you don't say a word. I have to go eat. And all you're thinking about, how will I eat my vegan dish? That's not a pray. You're in front of the Creator. You're in front of billions of angels who receive your pray. Do you believe in it? If you believe in it, then do it right. If you don't believe in it, maybe you shouldn't be doing it because you're making fun. When you come to pray with me with Shabbat, you have to think, serious, this is very serious. The words, the idea, the concept, you know, you have to take it seriously. Then that pray that was not that great, go together with the pray which was great. Because of that angel, remember his name, Sardikel. ולפעמים נדחה תפילה היא בשביל שאותו אדם נמשך אחרי ס"א והוא נטמע בצד ההוא ולוקח את תפילה ההוא הממונה שבס"א הטמא. Sometimes a person pray, he does pray, but because that person is kind of what we call off-connected. What does off-connected mean? He pray, okay, but the rest of his life everything is a damage. Then that pray not only does it go to God, it's go to the dark side. And then the Azumet Sabahalefahu Atame Maskira Vonotovshadam Lifakazbahu. Then the persecutor allowed to go to God and speak bad about you. Just because of one uh, pray that was not that great, and because of your behavior that's not that great. Umastina Lavlemala. And then he starts speaking bad about that person. ועל זה, כל התפילות וכל הנשמות שעולות כולם עולות ועולות לפני ההיכל הראשון הזה, ומעונה הזה עומד על פתח ההיכל, להכניס לנשמות ולתפילות לעוד חתן נחוץ. And for that reason, all the pray that you pray, it also depends on how you transform yourself, are you, are you working on yourself. So please, please be, be aware of that. And I'm continue. So when you, when we not behave well, the gates start to close. Sometimes you pray, there's nothing going on. But there is one gate that opens, it's called Shared Ma'ot, the Tears Gate. The Tears Gate. In the Tears Gate, when you cry while you pray, it's open. Shabbat, you cannot pray, cry, but during the week. So what happened? It says, The The angel that takes the prey with tears, his name is Yerach Mikel. He takes that prey with the tears, and that prey is going up, and the tears are staying there as a pit that God is actually making that hole for all the tears to go there. So, just to explain, I mean, I can continue forever with that, but I want to share, teach with you more uh, stuff tonight because it's all about structure tonight. Just to understand something so simple like pray. Oh, you can't just do it wrong. You don't have to know everything, but go with a broken heart. You're standing in front of the divine. You're standing in front of the creator. It doesn't matter what's happening on the outside part of your body. You know, you're standing in front of the Creator. You have to be shaking. You're talking to the one who gives you life in every second. Don't do it with fear only. Do it with excitement. Would you believe that without your connection, the pipe would not continue to flow? Well, many people don't pray, don't do anything, and the pipe continues to flow. Well, if you only dwell on the mercy side of the divine, that doesn't mean you have a connection. To have a connection, you have to dwell on your... change on your spiritual evolution, if I may say. So that's another structure of uh, going up with, with prayer. And now I'm going to talk to you a little bit. Uh, maybe I don't have to do it now to talk to you about the negative side of 
uh, the danger of spirituality because the Zohar is so long. And uh, I want to take it a little bit to what I said before. Remember I said something before that only with mercy, only with mercy, you can actually connect well. You know, and people just chasing justice not going to work. So when you look at the Ari, Rabbi Isaac Luria, of this week, Parsha, Pekude. What is the Ari talk about? Four righteous people. Four righteous people that went into the orchard. It's the most famous story. Most rabbis use that story to convince people not to study Kabbalah because there is a lack of understanding. There was a big lack of understanding of the story. But Dari bring it. Dari bring it. And that's what they say. Vatan Evaer. Something is written in Talmud and Chagiga. So did Yad Dalat Chachamim. Four people that went to the orchard. What is that orchard? The orchard is to make the tikkun of what Adam and Eve did with the orchard of the Garden of Eden. And we're still eating the fruit of the mistake that Adam and Eve did, not to blame them. If we were be there, we would do it worse. Until the Messiah will come, we still have to connect to that negativity. Those four people who walk in were wise people. They could not do mistake. And they either want to fix themselves or they want to fix the world with that negativity. Why none of them made it? One died, one left spirituality, one go crazy, and one make it. Who is the one to make it? Rabbi Akiva. Was he better than all of them? And look what it says. Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva was the oldest. The angels who saw that those four people want to do the tikkun olam, they want to finish the tikkun for all of us, there will be no more chaos. It's a good mission, right? Good mission. It's a good mission when it's the right time. Good mission, it's a bad mission when it's the wrong time. So it's not about in life there is momentum and it's what you do. What you do and when you do. What and when. Remember the what and when. I'm not going into the why that's for business people. What and when. What you do when are you doing it? What they were doing was great. The when wasn't the time yet. Until the Messiah will come. They want to do the tikkun. So the angel said, what are with those people? We have to push them away. So they went to God. And I say, this old man, old man being Rabbi Akiva. Let's push him away also. Rabbi Akiva, why did the angels want to push him away? He tried to fix the world. I know it's the wrong time. And God answered to the angel, Leave the old man alone. Why? Why Rabbi Akiva? He was supposed to correct all of it. And this is a, a long section to teach each one of them what they try to correct. Okay? Each one of them tried to correct something, a different aspect. But it says, Ben Azai, Ben Azai is one of the rabbi, Ben Zoma is another one. He went peacefully and he left peacefully. Why? Because he was connecting. He was connecting to the chesed. It's going to mercy. When you go connect to the truth, if you're only looking for the truth and for justice, in spirituality, there is no right or wrong. There's no. Of course, there is right or wrong, what you should be doing, what you should be doing, of course. But as you elevate yourself and you become judgmental, you got to be careful. Because if you're growing up, if you don't grow up, keep judging, it's not going to hurt you. 
You should actually keep judging. It's good for you. But if you feel you're growing up spiritually, it, there is some danger in it. You understand? I hope, I hope you understand me. Because that's the elevation of spirituality. Rabbi Akiva chose the mercy way. Okay? For example, Elisha, the one who left all spirituality, what happened to him? He was one of the greatest sages, Kabbalists ever born. What happened? He was the teacher of Rabbi Bir Balanes. What happened? He tried to correct the Gvorot, the left column, which is good. Okay? And then Gvorot, if we call them Benazai, draw the light of wisdom of right column. Rabbi Akiva Imshik Hasadim and Ben Zoma Imshik Kafsmol. Rabbi Akiva keep it simple, only Hasadim. For that reason, Rabbi Akiva mantra was what? When you go to his grave, what's written there? Love, neighbor, as thyself. So many ways to understand it. So many ways. Some people say, love the neighbor as thyself. It's what you should tell your body. The body is so selfish. So we tell the body, can you love the soul as you love yourself, please? <laughs> it's one of the ways. One other way is just simple to love your neighbors. Okay? There's many ways. But love will be tested only when you have injustice. Today, I had a wonderful, wonderful uh, lady who called me from uh, far away, very far away, 14 hour flight far away and she kept, uh, she tell me that I feel bad for you for what you went through in your life after all what you did and what you get yeah, those of you who know my story good those of you who don't it's okay and I said I don't feel bad for myself I don't why I don't because I believe in the divine I'm not gonna look for justice what's the justice if somebody hurt me, God permit it. And if God permit it, it's good for me. That's exactly what I need. That's a blessing of my life. I'm not always like it. I'm a human being. I'm not an angel. But in the end of the day, it's good. It doesn't mean that I'm going to look for people. Hey, who want to hurt me? I'm here. You come, 1471. I'm here. No. You should look for good things for yourself. But if it's already happened, I have many friends in my life. A lot of them stop me in the back. Why? Because I need people to stop me in the back to wake me up. Because I always look forward. I always go forward. I'm aggressive. I always go forward. Sometimes I need to stop and look backward. You know? That's the way life is. So now look at your life. Look at the structure of your life. Are you into justice only? Then it's okay. But don't elevate yourself too far spiritually. Don't overly meditate. Don't overly pray. Because that prayer and justice will go to the dark side. You gotta be careful. But if you elevate yourself spiritually, then you have to find the good in people. Good in people. Good in people. Find the good. Find the good. Meaning, especially if you have a teacher. The Talmud said, Amore Alacha Bifne Rabo Chayav Mita. Debbie will upset with me that I'm actually saying it and translate it even. The Talmud said, if you teach something with no permission in front of your teacher, you should be stoned to death. Scary, right? It doesn't fit with this generation. This generation is all about how can I be against something? Hey, what's the next thing I can be against? Yeah, this generation is all about against. Yeah, yeah, you know, be against something. Against. What, what, what can it be against? Oh, against vaccine. For vaccine. Oh, that's fine. That's this generation. That's what's left. Everybody's against something. But why is everybody against something? People don't develop. Don't develop a true opinion of spirituality. Can't judge. What is to judge? How dare you judge? How dare you judge? You're blind. You see nothing. Even a group of thousand blind people need one person who see, who can guide them. That's called teaching or teacher. Some people used to say, don't follow the teacher, follow the teaching. No, no, no. It's not written in the Talmud. The Talmud doesn't say follow the teaching. That's the college tell you, follow the teaching. Follow the teacher only. 
What if the teacher is wrong? Leave him. Leave her, leave him, say goodbye. But if the, because if the teacher's no good, no good, goodbye. Don't follow a teacher. What do you mean following teacher? You only follow an intellectual. It's played safe for the teacher, played safe for, for the student. You gotta start following, my friend. Follow the true thing. Are you ready now for knowing how the dark side structure works? I cannot give you the whole secret. You have to read it yourself. But with the short time we have, I'm gonna give you one of the chamber of the dark side. I love the Zohar Pekudeh. That's why we print it small, and I call it the Angel Zohar. Everybody has to have Angel Zohar. And just before Passover, make sure you do what I do normally, and hopefully I will remember to do it. Uh, put white string on your right hand. White string on the right hand. Uh, those of you who don't bake matzah, you can put it already on Sunday. You, you want to start to put it from this Sunday for another 52 days. It's good to put the white string as it, uh, a string that we brought from Rabbi the Ashlag. Pure. It's very pure. You can order it from Debbie, and it's a wonderful thing. Let me read to you the structure of the dark side. Taf, taf, tzadik, vav. Taf, taf, tzadik, vav. This is from section in Pekude, uh, 400, no, 800, and 96. I read it, I was, I, I read Pekudeh, it's one of my favorite Zohar because it's written all the name of the angel of what they do. So if you have the small Pekudeh Zohar, make sure it stay with you, one in the car, one under your bed, wherever you go, because it's very powerful Zohar. And just respect it because the Pekudeh Zohar that we print has within it a lot, a lot of power. So it's talking about the fifth chamber. What's happening in the fifth chamber? That's the dark side chamber, be careful, okay? This chamber, it's also a structure. We call that chamber Sheol. Can you look for what? How can I translate Sheol in English? I don't know if I can translate it even. Sheol. Sheol, Keneged Awush Shel Arel. It's corresponding to the power of the evil inclination inside of us. That's called Arel. Arel means foreskin. So we name of the negative force who attack you, called foreskin, kind of a weird name for, for attack. In that chamber, we talk about the dark side chamber, guys. You ready? There is the entrance with the angel as well. And that minister has a mission. What is the minister does? tamid kitrugim alaolam. You want to know what this angel is doing? That's foreskin angel. Always to find out how can he destroy the world. Abyss. 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 Sheol is abyss. It was a movie like that, I think. Abyss. Mm -hmm. A movie I never understood what happened. I always fall asleep and that. But anyway, I'm sorry. There's people that I'm alive. So, that angel called Foskin always create destruction to the world and the spirit he used, believe it or not, Nikra Eva. Aleph Yud Bet A. Eva means hatred. So there is a system of negativity that the job is only to bring Kitrugim. Only to persecute the purpose of this world and to destroy it. The name of the entrance to that negative chamber called Eva. Can you imagine you go into the chamber? And, uh, and you see the name of this chamber is hatred. You know, it's funny, I, I, I studied with one of our members, uh, Michael, so, uh, and we studied some uh, things together. And some of the things that you study in Kabbalah have no value in, that can help you in this world. You just study for the study. So I was telling him, and I will tell it to you, what's the purpose of studying? And then he said, I don't know. And then I answer, I said, I think, Michael, is in the world to come, after people die, there is street and avenue and store and beautiful. But you don't know what's the direction to go. When you study Kabbalah, but in the real Kabbalah, not just uh, whatever feel fun. Study Kabbalah, you learn where to go. Which means if you said the word Eva, you know, that's not the corner I'm going to, I'm going the other direction. So in your navigation system, in your spiritual Lamborghini in heaven, 
say left is to Eva. I say, eh, no Eva, I'm going the other direction. I wonder if the name Eva it can be a problem, huh? I've got to tell people about it. Eva means hatred in the Zohar language. When is this words appear first? When God talked to Eve and to the snake, and I said, I will put hatred between two of you. Also, when you read Begilat Echa on Tisha B'Av, on the 9th of Av, which is the set day, how do you start the first verse of Echa? Echa yashva badada ir rabati. So, Echa yashva badada ir, Eva, also. This initial is Eva as well. Be'echal hazeh, omed ruach echad, asholet alakol. In this chamber, there is a spirit, a minister, who, who in charge of everything. Now, we need to know his name. Don't you want to know what the name of that little thing that's working from Foreskin? Mr. Foreskin now hire a person to do all the damage. You want to know the name of that thing? Shodet. I'm telling you the word. That's his name. You know what Shodet means in Hebrew? In Israeli Hebrew? Not in the Bible Hebrew? A robber. Somebody who come and take things from people. Why we call it like this? As the Zohar. Vushed veshever. Because it's like a robber that comes to take. And all the people in the world who live in the planet that like to steal, like to kill, like to do all things, are being supervised by that force. And from here come all the people who kill with knife and weapon. And they want to kill. Because I wonder all my life. Why people use guns and sword to kill each other? You know, sometimes you watch those movies from the old time with the Scotland, the English, the French. There's always war in the between two mountains and there is a lot of mud. It's always the same movie. Always the same movie. Fighting, sword, heavy more than a human being. And you make it. And then they come home and they drink some beer. <laughs> we won. What is this? I never get it. Is this, is this like, go play rugby, it would be better. Then you can play it again tomorrow. I mean, wh wh what, is, what is the idea of taking a sword and killing another human being? I never get it. I, ne I never get that idea. Why do you have to kill if you disagree? Have argument, disagree, don't kill. Now we know why. Because the minister was in charge of that. From that minister, Mirochazot, that minister has another soldier called Shod. Shod is robbery. The name of that angel is called Robin. What kind of name they have, huh? When there is hunger in the world, so when there is hunger in the world, it's because that angel, robbery, is making sure there will be no food. And then you have another spirit, I don't want to say the name, uh, K. P-H-A-N. That's the name of the angel. And when they are together, they start destroying people. And they take from them everything. Destroy them. Or make them so weak so they will die from being weak. And it, when they eat, when people eat, they never get satiated. So that's one of the ways you've been attacked by that angel, but the second one. K-A-P-H-A-N. Okay? Because he control. So, what's the solution? I'm scared. I don't want to be attacked by that. Look at this. Now I'm in verse 899. In that time, whoever do goodness with people, you give them food and drink. Those two angels, not allowed to touch him. Or her. When we don't do goodness with people, okay, then unfortunately those two forces can come after us. So again, when I say about Debbie before, I didn't just say it like this. You have to start to understand, you help Debbie, you help yourself. That's why I said, don't help Debbie, help yourself. And then we can make the structure of holiness strong and those two spirits that I mentioned, the robber and the robbery, and the other one, K-A-P-H-A-N, okay? 
right away leave you alone, actually start even uh, 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 working for you and under you. So it's quite important, quite important that all of us understand there is structure. The Mishkan we're going to read about this week. The tabernacle is a structure and physical structure in the physical world. But that structure is to connect to the upper structure that exists. Let's connect together. Let's be unified. Let's look on the good on one another. When you study, it's definitely clean you when you study alone. But for each person it's different. It depends on the level of your study on what you study. The teacher's job is to check somebody, it, it sounds ego, somebody in my level, can I say that? It sounds terrible, but it's the truth. I can check when the person studied to their level or study below or too much. So my job is to make sure that they don't go too far or too low. And if you study that level, definitely cleaning your soul. Yes, and you should study alone every day. Every day. The minimum is five minutes. The right time is half an hour a day. You have to study alone. Yes. Okay? Thank you so much for joining me. Um, I know it was a lot of structure of what's going on, but that's what it's all about, the Mishkan. And those of you who live in LA and those of you who don't live in LA, our backyard is open for Shabbat. You're always welcome to come. Thank you, and have a beautiful, beautiful evening. Thank you.